tale of two documentaries, this. Two about Deep Purple. One very thorough. One a documentary about Deep Purple. Now, the, now the first one I'm going to talk about is the shorter of the two. Um, it has some charm. It's done. It's Thompson Music, 2008. And it's really talking about the history of the band in some way. The titles choose Burn. I mean, there's a great selection of live clips on here. And there's interviews from the time, you know, an early um, Lord interview, you know, saying he wants to collect lots of musical ideas and blend them, you know. However, the Mark 1 band is dealt with in about three minutes. We get some uh, stuff for the, about the concerto, which is good. Black Knight TV footage. Um, and their progress through the European, um, through European concerts with intros and programmes. There's a, a, an actual clip of Blackmore smiling. It looks lovely. A bit frightening, but lovely. Fireball is given a little bit of time, you know. You've obviously got the Dewey Gurr interviews around Smoke on the Water with Glover and Claude Knobs looking cool when we see him in his picture. And the usual live footage that we've seen before, really. Now, Made in Japan is where they're really focusing this particular documentary. Understand that. They interview Glover um, about this. He's always very erudite and interesting. And they're saying that they um, they wanted to have it mixed to only come out in Japan. It's called Made in Japan because generally they didn't want to do a live album. You know, they, they thought the live albums were a bit of a budget type of thing, you know. Um, so, yeah, there's um, they, they call it Made in Japan because that's the kind of, at the time, um, sort of shoddy product. They wanted, I suppose, to tell their fans, really, this is not what we want to do. Uh, yeah. There's some Mark III stuff. California jam footage. Blackmore telling you he doesn't like that kind of funky blues. It's skated over. Mark IV is segued into with no fanfare whatsoever. There's a little bit of TV interview that we've, uh, interviewing that we've seen before with Bolin, who's very sweet, very open. Seems quite naive, not ready for that kind of world. There's footage from the gig at the time. That's poor quality. That's more or less it. Of course the concentration is on the Mark II. Of course it is. But really, there were some other good, was some other good music around, you know. They did produce other stuff as well that was good. Anyway, as I say, it has some charm. The BBC then produced their uh, DVD uh, documentary, DVD documentary, DVD, DVD, DVD documentary about um, Made in Japan, really, and the rise of Mark of the Mark II, Deep Purple, you know. Um, Lords interviewed saying that he thinks kind of Speed King ushered them into their imperial period, but Glover also pointing out that by the time Fireball was finished, you know. They were kind of tired. Um, Pace admits it didn't fire up the public as much. People have said they tried to experiment too much with that, you know. Um, there is the general feeling they were paying back management, so they weren't seeing that much money. Their accountant said you need to go abroad to avoid your tax, to to record your songs. So, you know, uh, so Claude, Nobs, had asked them to go to the casino. Um... And he's interviewed here, which is lovely to see. Sweet, cool, lovely bloke. Really sweet. No one's got a word to say against him, have they, really? Which is great. Now, the the, the Made in Japan album was going to be called Made in Switzerland because they were in Switzerland. Um, We do hear the recording of the Zappa gig when the 
um, when the flare gun was fired and someone shouting, fire! You do hear that. Now, that's something I've not heard before. So, they also point out that some of the people outside thought this is part of a Zappa show. He's just, you know, he's just messing around with the boundaries of live music and giving us something else. It's kind of like a happening. No, no, not really. But uh, Richie says that um, Machine Head uh, wasn't really, as he calls it, absorbed by people until the same songs that were on the album were um, absorbed, I suppose, and made in Japan. You know, so that's the kind of success they've had. You know, with that, they also rehashed the stuff around it being second rate, made in Japan, you know. Um, People are interviewed here, which is good. It's a BBC job, so they have got the talking heads. Martin Birch is in there. Of course he is. He's in the production chair. Matt Sorum's there. James Hetfield and Lars Lars Ulrich. Um, Bruce Dickinson. They're all bigging them up. There is some sweet live footage and some good Richie footage of him abusing his guitar, which is always lovely to see. Now, Glover says they didn't think it was all that good when they came back to England and heard it. They thought, my God, this is good. Took it to the record company, really proud, who said, actually, we're not really bothered. We want to see a new album. Great. Great. They'd been the ones who'd said, maybe you want to do this in the first place. They didn't want to do it. Thought it sounded good. Came back and they'd cooled on the idea by then. Yeah. Now, we do move on to who do we think we are, which is good to, to see. This is the beginning of the end of the Mark II period, really. Made under difficult circumstances, Lord says. He's a great one for understating things. And he has a lovely turn of phrase, really. You know, they chose um, Rome to record this. But, you know, the, 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 there was a, it, was, it was in a villa there. But the, the mobile unit wouldn't fit under an arch that was in the house. So cables had to be fed through. You know, as Lord said, we staggered through it. We got an album out of it. That really does encapsulate the situation. Birch is interviewed saying, started off well, cracks began to show, you know. Um, Lord comes out with another lovely phrase, Richie and Ian Gillen agreed to disagree during this period. That's really nice. And he also is very sweet. He says, it probably broke my heart at the time, you know, which is lovely. He's a, he's a lovely fella to hear from, much missed. Now, after, um, you know, this this uh, argument, there are, there, I've heard this before, there is the, the feeling that Richie Blackmore wanted a kind of three-piece bluesy band with Phil, and it went some way towards looking at that. That's, the, that's what people are saying. We do deal with the Roger Glover stuff. You know, he felt frozen out. You know, after that, no one talked to him on the, uh, on the tour. Afterwards, you know, management had decided to fire him. There are different uh, feelings about this in the band. Someone said, well, it was this person's idea. Someone said, it was this person's idea. I had to do it. I had to say it. Glover is really upset, even when interviewed for this BBC documentary decades later. You know, Gillen is interviewed saying he he accepts some of the blame, you know, because of the kind of personality and the kind of behaviour at the time. You know, Lord sort of encapsulates again this. He says that they were on the verge of something, you know, and for him to leave at at that time, Ian Gillen, you know, he says his timing was terrible, you know, regarding making money out of this because Burn was kind of building on the success they've had before to push them into stadium rockers. 
it's a really interesting documentary. The second one, the first one has some personal touches and is quite nice as a sorbet, but the main course is this BBC documentary, which concentrates on Made in Japan, but also talks about um, the kind of period of the, of the Mark II leading up to um, Gillen leaving and gives you some real insight, and I'll use that word again, and some real um, views of people who were there showing you how upset they were. And, you know, the business goes on, but there are people in it. It's a five out of five because it's a band I love and it's a period that's much discussed and it's nice to have some more information about it. Those people are still here, angry and upset about this. And that really adds to the emotional charge of this documentary. Ta-ta.